Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? YDBT Daily coming at you on a Thursday. Today we're going to talk about picking an, picking an engine builder. Um, a lot of people that have seen my trouble woes, and even before they've seen my trouble woes, they've heard me talk about the fact that I don't trust any Coyote motor builder that isn't someone like maybe L&M or someone proven like an FFRE or something like that. And I'm going to give you reasoning as to why, based on my personal experience not to do with uh engines specifically uh, it's really difficult to choose you know a builder now a lot of you guys probably have heard of a builder trust a builder there's a known builder near you and you're like does alex recommend this guy because this show is not influential at all no one listens to it you are now um second guessing your motor building choice and if you hit hit me up on my patreon and you ask me hey alex does this uh is this engine builder any good i'm going to give you a straight up honest answer you ask me if i recommend this guy i say no all right not i'm not saying he's bad i'm going to say i don't recommend him based on what i've seen in the ticket system in real life based on what they got going on so today i'm going to give you a quick outlook as to my litmus test if someone is at least capable of building a decent motor because let's be honest most engine builders that have built good pushrod engines for a long time should in theory be able to build a modular motor like what is the difference obviously the cam stuff so if they understand how to degree the cams without cutting keys and doing adjustable keyways and maybe getting a uh, uh, maybe some fancy uh head work done i've been looking at head games's uh youtube channel and you learned a lot from that guy that guy seems to really know his shit and he deals with Subaru, BMW, mostly the um, uh, German, Japanese overhead cam market. That guy seemingly uh, knows his stuff. And I watch a lot of his videos just to get as much knowledge as I can. And I've learned a lot about overhead cam engine design, features, faults, and things to look out for. But if you are a pushrod engine builder, in theory, you should be able to build a Coyote motor and pretty much take everything you've learned from the o-ringing process the type of o-ring the type of recessed or countersunk uh sleeve that you want to achieve the type of gasket material at the end of the day all you have to build it to do a coyote and again it sounds very simple but if the stock stuff works to up to a thousand horsepower just make whatever weak points are stronger like sleeving maybe chain stuff um and and mostly honestly to be honest it's about it holding the boost and the rest is assembly honing and i would think based on machine shops basic stuff it's just tolerances and unless you are loosey-goosey with your tolerances then then i guess i wouldn't trust you so we'll talk about that mostly on this episode because a lot of people are like alex you said coyote everyone coyote sucks except a couple of guys and illuminators because i said anything under a thousand don't even bother with any motor builder get an illuminator because the good motor builders don't want the volume anyway and for the purposes that you need, uh, an, an illuminator will fit your needs and it'll fit your budget really nicely. If you have a Gen 2 Mustang and your heads are in good shape, then just slap on a bottom end, 12 to 1 bottom end. Um, keep it 20 pounds of boost, no more than that. And the thing should make in the 900 or 1,000 horsepower pretty easily without much of an issue. If you're really a stickler for shit, you can re-ring it and then the ring, I'm sorry, the ring gap can be uh, made to be uh boost friendly and then you can go from there but let's get after it let's say hi to the people but not before mr bill o'reilly says hello and we'll say hi to sponsors afterwards okay. we'll do it live okay. 
No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Absolutely. So what we got going on here is the people that re-upped and I have this the the most uncentered logo on the planet. Two out of solution. Draw me that on a two out of solution. Gracias, Bobby. Thanks for sponsoring the kid. Bills due on the first. Just letting you know. Uh, Dina had performance already paid their bill. Thank you, Dina had performance for paying your bill. Appreciate you, PMAS, Nick James, and PMAS. We're going to be doing giveaways starting next month, once a month, first Tuesday of the month. So we're going to give away a cold air or the equivalent of a price of a cold air, whether it be couplers, map sensors, filters, whatever you want. I give him your name, you get what you want. Isakabo and Body. Thank you, thank you for. Uh, two auto DNA high performance PMAS and, and if anyone else from like the last people want to become sponsors hit me up there's a new payment structure and we'll get after it then let's say hi to the people we'll talk some engine building stuff and litmus tests that I think you should probably adopt when it comes to picking your future engine builder Coyote Fury Clean 93 GT and Ignacio Ramirez says my membership is safe amongst the low Bryson Witt Joe, Joe Switch Leon Phelps 2000 MCR Monty 540 a couple of times Mach E, Mog, Zach B, Clean i 3 gt A, Aaron, Valley Tensby. Good morning, good morning. Where you at, bro? Haven't seen you in a bit. Is that trans in or what? Reflex, douche, did it. Utah County, Picasso's page, EZR, Kylon, D-Rock, Fox a couple of times. B, Levesque, Boggsy, Luxury, John Bailey, Andy Ali, Wesley Stewart, TJ Sikorsky, Maki Mock, Mendoza's Coyote, Dustin Garrison, Mike S, Donkey Mac, Robo Style, Coyote, Boxy Luxury, Naldo, Gabe, Esquivel, HTFU, Grad, Abel, Harley, Tuckwatch, Mode, Christian Duran, JD Swag, one of the mods. Thank you for being here, brother. He's the guy that actually made the little thumbnail for the uh, sponsors. He's actually super awesome. He doesn't ask for anything. Osmond Condi, Mike S, S197, Zach B, Braden, uh, Brandon, Matt Oliver, Frisco, Mike S, Rad Dad, HTFU, Grad says, this show is proven that having a motor built is a great area with 50-50 chances. Like many, I can swing one engine, but not two. Illuminator makes so much sense. HTFU, Grad, all day, every day. If there was an Illuminator for DJ 500s, I'd get it yesterday. Greg Govich, Amir, JD Swag again. Dad says you're... Your dad is home from the gym with the mill. Dinner better be cooked. Good evening, gentlemen. Khalid, Venom Racing, Arturo, Travis, Nitrous Coyote, Ramon Ballestero, Eric Hill, Glassroom Coyote, Anthony, Cornfed, 10R80. Let's get all the way to the bottom. Dakota Kid, Jacob, Peace, Timmy T, Rad Dad, Wayno, Gallo Bravo, Royal Coyote, Bondo Bird, Car Enthusiast, SBLC, Mayhem, 2JZ, Foxbody, Joe Swiss, Pro Charge Beast, Mormon, and Manny, Full Bolton. Okay, so... A lot of, Lex Luthor, what's up, brother? A lot of the guys that, okay, so I used to work for a um, pump repair business, and we didn't have any equipment. He had a lathe and a bridge port. That's it. So we had a company in Holyoke, Massachusetts called City Machine. City Machine was a machine shop. So the machine shop was outsourced to get some of the stuff that we could not do. Um, plus minus tolerances on, on sleeves, bearing housings. Most of the work was bearing housings, Big, small, you name it, and sleeves on um, centrifugal pump shafts and um, uh, impellers. So what was happening is we were starting to, after getting the stuff back and trusting that they were good, is we we put it back together and had a couple of failures. So a couple of times we'd have to go back and go, why is the bearing prematurely wearing? We don't understand that only after nine months, why is that bearing prematurely worn? So the boss man decided to buy a whole bunch of tools and equipment to double check their work. But what ended up happening was now we are taking so much time double checking their work. So if a bearing housing would come back from a machine shop, 
we'd have to check not only the tolerance, but the squareness of how the sleeve was put into the bore in conjunction with the mounting ears up against the pump. So this has to be pre-mounted perpendicular measure that the sleeve is also perpendicular to the housing. And then we have to check that it is straight. The shaft goes perfectly down the middle so that there is no axial or radial load on the bearing. And then my boss is like, this is stupid. Why don't we just buy the equipment and do it ourselves? Because after double, triple, quadruple checking and bringing it back many times, one pump build ended up being, I, I don't know, uh, two or three times the amount of time that it should have been because he had to go back and redo everything. And I thought to myself, well, wait a minute. How many Coyote engine builders have their own equipment? Right now, if you're a known Coyote builder, look left, look right. Do you have all the equipment to properly build line hone, bore, sleeve, you know, cut O-ring, do really fancy, a, a valve, uh, a valve train, uh, valve job equipment. Do you have the hundreds of thousands and sometimes millions of dollars worth of equipment to do the job properly? Are there crickets happening right now? Are you looking left or right? Have you visited your motor builder and not seen a fucking lathe in the whole motherfucker? Then you gotta start going, wait a minute. So he's outsourcing the work. Okay, there's nothing wrong with outsourcing the work. But now what I have to do is trust your machine shop. Because now the machine shop is building my motor and you're assembling it, right? That's the way I look at it based on my irrelevant millwright experience. Our pumps were only as good as the machine shop's machining. So when we stopped trusting the machine shop, we started doing it ourselves. We bought all the badass equipment, cost him hundreds of thousands, I mean, a lot of money cost my old boss to get the equipment. Then you have to hire people. You have to hire people. And again, Drew, you could say you check all the tolerances, but let's be honest. If you send out a cylinder head and you don't have any of the equipment to check the spring rate, you don't have the equipment to check if the valve job was done properly. You are trusting your motor builder and your head builder or your machine shop to do the work. Like when that cylinder head comes back fully assembled from him, do you check that the seat and everything is good? Do you put the bluing on it and do you check that everything's good? Do you disassemble the cylinder head and check his work all over again? No! You literally go, you did the valve work. I trust you because you've done work for me before and I'm going to send it that way. That's what happens 90% of the time. Maybe you got a bore gauge and you check the bore and you go, okay, the top of the sleeve is this. The bottom of the sleeve is that. The middle of the sleeve is this. Then you got a finish hone, right? Right? You got one of those, right? Oh, you don't? You got one of those three slapper spring things that you go like this. Or the thing with the balls on the end and you hope that's good enough now i have to trust your machine shop and you guys unfortunately are gonna now know this information and i and i love and hate that you know this information one this show doesn't matter so take my word for a grain of, you know with a grain of salt but two if the valve job like i got was done somewhere else 
And the person assembling it did not have all of the equipment the machine shop had to double check that kind of work. Then then who's building my motor? And and again, guys, most Coyote guys that I know that assemble motors do not have half of the equipment necessary. So what you've seen is a lot of engine shops go, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm just going to start doing it myself. I'm just going to start doing it myself because it'll it'll bring the quality control way up. I've seen a lot of engine builders that put their name and nice insignia on some nice shit. All of a sudden, you, you show up to their place and it has nothing. It, it's a warehouse. Wait, you assemble here? The clean room isn't really that clean. And you start going, why did I pay $20,000, $30,000 for this setup? So at least I like to see my motor builder have the equipment necessary to, say, sleeve a block. Because a lot of these guys take the block and take and send it to L&M. And I go, okay, so why don't I just take my motor to L&M then? What? I mean, if you're going to send the, the block out to get sleeved by Rauscher and the guys over there, then the next time I get a motor built, I'm just going to take it there. Because you trust him to do the machine work. But so now I'm going to send my shit there. Like I visited a couple of mach- a couple of uh, motor builders that have the machining and actually nicely showed me and explained some of this process. And it made me feel a little warm and fuzzy inside. I said, oh, you guys do this. You sleeve it yourself. You develop the stuff. You finish hone and do a different type of hone over here depending on how you want the oil to travel. Oh, the clean room is actually super fucking clean. Interesting. So unfortunately, the way I looked at our um, business in, in at the pump at the pump uh, company is exactly how I look at the motor building with Coyote and anyone like at anyone. Because if you don't have the equipment, Alejandro Flores, a guy who comes from a industrial background that doesn't matter on motors but has been around machining most of his fucking adult life and understands that the job is only as good as the machining. If you don't have the machines and do you know how much it costs to run that machine? Do you know? Like guys, just see if they have three phase in their fucking place. (laughs) If they don't have three phase going into their building, that might, you know, like you probably don't have the proper equipment. You got 110 coming into your building. You don't even have 220 coming into your building. So how the fuck did you sleep my block? Well, you know... (laughs) I pounded it in with a dead blow hammer. Like I'm blown away at some of the processes. And I think the lack of people speaking out is detrimental to is detrimental to some of the builds. So the 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 industry has heard what I've been going through and they have reached out to me quietly. Don't put this out there, Alex, but I had this, 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 and this experience. Don't put this out there, Alex. I had this guy. This guy sucks. That guy sucks. This guy sucks. This guy doesn't even have a machine. This guy sends it to L&M. That guy does this. That guy does that. So then I go, why don't you go on the record with this? And they're like, well, I don't want to rock the boat. Ah, so you staying quiet is actually hurting the customer because now the customer is less educated about the process of engine building and your experience with that process. And now they are stuck with potentially bad information because it then it bleeds down. And then you're like, by the time that the, the guy at the bottom that doesn't really is in the know, I'm saying guys that are in the know, 
there's guys that are in the know, then guys all the way at the bottom of that uh, command chain. And then when they, by the time that they hear it, they're bringing their motors to people that we knew sucked three or four years ago. And because there is a, let's say, not a gag order, but there's a lack of balls for companies and owners and people to not call out. You don't have to call them out by name. All you have to do is basically say, I don't recommend X. I would rather do this. And if your motor is going to get built, I would hope this guy has X, Y, and Z machines. And that's all. And look, I've learned my lesson. It's a, it's, it's an expensive lesson, but not that. Look, I think I have be, I become part of the regular racer. Name me a racer, and I'm no racer. I'm a nobody that hasn't had motor issues that hasn't had some kind of transmission builder issues. Look at Jake. I'll give you for a great example for Jake. You you don't have to have this big, beautiful facility like Noonan, right? Noonan has like glass rooms where they assemble and disassemble the motor. And I go, well, that looks expensive. Not the motor, the facility. Just because the facility is Billy Badass also does not mean it's a quality facility. Don't get it twisted. Because you can go overkill. I literally worked for a uh, hot rod shop that had a great facade. It looked great. The cars inside looked great. The showroom was immaculate. The work was trash. But there was a lot of it. And I was literally Ponzi scheming motherfuckers. Taking this money to... And I'm like, I can't do this. I have uh, actual, I don't know, integrity. And I can't fucking do this anymore. So I had to get out of there. So you got to understand that... Just because a place looks fantastic does not mean that it is great. It just means that they have a lot of overhead. But if a place has the equipment, and that's why I put up the thumbnail. The thumbnail looks like a regular guy with a machine shop. In the Northeast, there are more machine shops than there were anywhere else in the fucking world. For a very long time, Hamilton Standard, which became Hamilton Sunstrand, which then you could, there was, there was United, UTI, UTI, United Technologies, UTC, UTI, I don't know, what, what's the thing that goes in the girl's push? Uh, there was Pratt & Whitney, there was Hamilton Sunstrand, there was Sikorsky, and all those places had mega machine shops. And once they started to ship everything to Mexico to get built back in 1999-2000, all of a sudden these little machines became available to everyone else via auctions. So then you would see these little machine shops pop up in Holyoke, Springfield. Holyoke is a mill town. And then all of a sudden you can see motor builders, um, just general machine shops opening up all over the place with guys that are really knowledgeable and good. But those machines weren't really that available until these big, massive, crazy companies that are military contracts started to auction off some of the old bridge ports, some of the old lathes and all, and all that stuff. So when I look at someone that's going to be building my motor, I'm going to be honest, if I ever get to the point where I need another motor built and it's, if it's a Ford motor, I might have to visit your facility first. I'm sorry. Call me crazy. Maybe you, the regular sh Joe Schmo, doesn't have to. But Alejandro Flores that has industrial experience that doesn't matter in the situation, I might have to go see your building. I might have to go see your machines. I might have to go see everything. Because if I'm going to invest $20,000 and give it to you, I have to know that where I am sending this stuff to has the equipment available to do the work you're said to do. And if and, and it's okay if you don't. If you don't have the equipment to do the work, sleeving, valve jobs, and all this stuff, 
then show me where you send it. And then I will go over there and check out his facility. Oh, that's not possible? That's fine, sir. I will take my business elsewhere. Vaya con Dios. So, just like before, Stock Motors guys, Coyote. Like, you know that guy Toby on uh, TikTok? He goes to my gym. I talked to him for about 30 minutes today. Nice kid. Guy's got a badass. I don't know. He's young. He's 21. He's got like three badass cars. So he must come from money. Good for him. But he's like, you know, I built this LT Camaro, 10-speed, Whipple, E85, blah, 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 blah. And my Mustang whoops it. My Mustang, I haven't done a goddamn thing to the motor except an ESS blower, and that bitch rolls the F out. I go, right, you don't have to do anything to Coyote. So, if you're looking to make 800 plus horsepower, maybe a cap of 900, bone stock motor, bone stock motor, maybe an oil pump gear, and not from anyone that is discounting them. TSS, uh, which is Triangle Speed Shop, Ford Racing has GT500 pumps and gears and pickup tube. And Ford Racing also has a crank sprocket. So Ford Racing crank sprocket or TSS Triangle Speed Shop. That's it. Done. Nobody else. And if your motor builder is using anyone else, don't be surprised if you have low oil pressure issues. I've seen it with my own two fucking eyeballs. And I'm sick and tired of the industry staying quiet about it. They just stay quiet. And what happens? Your $15,000 motor has 30 pounds of oil pressure and uh, and your built motor. And you wonder why it lasted less than your stock motor because you thought you were going to make it robust. So up to 900, stock motor. Walk away. Walk away. Coyote. Up to 1,000 or 1,100, an illuminator. And if you don't have a Gen 3 available, meaning Gen 3 illuminators are, are sold in a long block form, Buy yourself the short block. You reuse your cylinder heads. Do the research to find out with which gasket works. Crank sprocket, oil pump gear, and vaya con Dios, you have a motor that can be, I think it's like a seven or $8,000 short block. You assemble it, you get it done, and you can make up to 1,100 horsepower with Ford quality bottom end parts and a stock cylinder head. You don't need special stuff on the Ford side. If you want to make Billy badass horsepower on Coyote stuff, I'm talking 2000 and up. Well, if you look at the market, who has the, the corner on 2000 plus horsepower Coyotes? And there is your answer. We'll talk about it. What do you think? Am I full of shit? Is it detrimental for the industry to stay quiet while on the backside telling me, Alex, you're 100% right? But we can't say nothing because we don't want to lose sponsorships. We don't want to look salt. We don't want to. We don't want to upset the wrong people. Well, that means you're just hurting the customer at the end of the day. And I'm a nobody. I'm just a nobody. I'm just here to try to talk to the to the people and try to educate them when I find something out and when I uh, uh, am, am educated. The best and worst thing that could have happened to me was me have this engine issue. Why? Now I have to look into it. Now I have to go, okay, let's dive deep and see what's happening. And I've literally exposed a complete industry that cosigns on doing something to a keyway that is crazy to me, to me, when there are there's equipment and billet parts out there that do the same thing with strength, but they choose not to buy it based on emotions or not wanting to give LNM, Acufab, or MMR money when parts are available ready to go. 
We'll talk about it. What do you think the deal is? Are you looking to make a thousand? Illuminator. You looking to stay under nine hundred? Stock motor two thousand. Just look at the guys running deep sevens or high sixes and see what motor they're using let's see what you guys got to say that motherfucker really pulled back up what's he talking about oh my god mike h is in the chat he's been in the chat a couple of times i work on the nuclear industry says potential epstein list scammer if we refurbish a limitoric actuator and if a part is the machine properly our process has to stop which stops the job and puts a hold on what we can do alex when I need to upgrade my fuel rolls on a boosted E85 Gen 2, when you start seeing them become a restriction, I would do it the moment you go on E85. I've seen companies threaten lawsuits for people speaking up about piss poor work. Then your blown up motor turns into a lawsuit on top of having a thrashed car. What's the lawsuit? My motor is not working after $10,700. I take it apart and I comment on some of the processes that I don't like. I never said... This directly caused my motor issue. Those words never came out of my mouth. But it sure as fuck didn't help my motor issue. I'm very careful with my words. I'm not stupid. I can confirm on machine shops. I can vouch for the lobby. (laughs) Oh, my God. I go to RP race engines and haven't had any... Who cares? Um, I've had that happen, Parker. Blue collar is the class that calls people out on their shit without remorse. And in... You know, people, I think, um, confused my background. People thought that, okay, how did I come onto the scene? Making fun of tuning. Mom, make tuning's bullshit. I made fun of tuning, da-da-da-da-da. But guys, I didn't know anything about tuning. But I made some, some, some connections and calculations based on what I know. And then the tuning industry said, how do you know this stuff? That's exactly how it happens. And then, funny thing, I become a tuner, and I start tuning for Lund Racing. Then VMP, then Lund Racing again. So I have now had multi-company experience. Now, I, And then I am tight with Jake at Power by the Hour, who built the quickest tra- six already transmissions on the planet, and has educated me a lot on transmission stuff. Now, so now my knowledge base is growing. So a lot of people think I'm just a douchebag to talk shit on the internet. When I have more mechanical industrial experience than most, and I have probably the best people in the whole Ford side of things at my fingertips giving me uh you know dropping game on on on, on everything and, and I try to share it with the people and then people forget that people forget when I criticize and open my mouth it comes with all of that as a background so if you say I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about then you are basically saying Lund Jake and all of the people that have my back don't know what the fuck they're talking about how does Lund Racing um, support no-track prep racers? We really don't, to be honest with you, because it's fucking stupid. This is why. If you have, there is nothing for us to tune special on a no-prep situation. If you are stupid enough to go with an overdrive transmission to a back-half track, then that's on you. I've explained how stupid it is on an overdrive transmission. I've explained that when you lift up on the gas if it spins it commands an upshift and all you're going to do is puke transmission fluid all over the track if you're going to do back half racing set your car up to be a back half racer and that means a turbo 400 or a manual and vaya con dios a automatic uh, like a 6R80 or 10R80 is fucking stupid to take to a no prep event so there is no reason to support it because it's just it's just not possible 
to hack our way around the shift schedule to make your no prep experience good. Sometimes it's about doing what's right, even if it's a long way around and nobody will ever notice a shortcut, unless you're dealing with Alex. <laughs> Mike H got that island money. Hello, finally made a life, says Alfredo Diaz. Mike H has been working 40 hours at the island. What island? Bond bond <laughs> you said it, I didn't. See, the thing is, when the words come out of my mouth, now people get litigious. But when someone just types it up, I don't have to repeat it, but I can definitely highlight it. Hitting rock bottom teaches you more mountaintops than more than mountaintops ever will. And Alex sees a no prep in the ticket, so you want to crash your car. Correct. So you, you got to understand that no prep situation is uh, on, uh, on a stock transmission is, is a lose-lose. So you're going to launch in second, and you're going to spin, and you're going to pedal it. Bye-bye, shift schedule. Converter lockup. The converter can't anticipate tire spin at a random place. So if, if you want the torque transferred to the car and you command to lock up in third, what did you lock it up in fourth? Well, it's, it's mile per hour and output shaft speed dependent. Theoretically, if you blaze first and second and third, but you're not going more than 30 miles an hour, the converter is going to do what it does based on mile an hour. Well, can't you do it off of something else? No. No. Um, so Alex is Carter CV. If you want to sleeve a coyote, who are you going to do? Who are you going to? If you know, you will live above the illuminated level. Nobody? No, no, no. For sure. l and and FFRE, I think. Well, actually, I know FFRE has all the equipment. FFRE deals with Calvo Viper stuff, Audi R8 stuff, Lamborghini V10 stuff, 5.2, 5, uh, 5.2 uh, Predator, 5.0 Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3. I think they mostly do Gen 3 because they like, they like nice, fresh, new blocks. And I think they mostly deal with predator blocks. Like I think, I think they're smart, but at the same time, they're 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 stuck. See, FFRE is a hot name right now for the Coyote engine building world, and they're not a volume based business yet. So they have maybe three guys that can assemble engines, and or maybe more. I could be wrong. I don't know exactly. That can assemble five twos and five O's and in a great way and the QC is on the money. But then the industry is going to demand more of them, but they don't sell direct. They only sell via Real Street. So if you want an FFRE, you know, stage whatever, you got to go to Real Street or a guy named Mike Reich down here is also a dealer. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong about that. And if I'm, if I'm wrong, I apologize. But I think Mike Reich... Um, is a dealer for FFRE down here and the um, Real Street in Orlando-ish area uh, is a dealer. So it's it's wholesale. So they you can't go, hey, FFRE, I need a 2,000 plus horsepower deal unless it's someone like Brent LaSala or Lund Racing where they're like, I need something you don't offer that goes on the shelf. I need special sauce dumb shit. I'm looking to make you know 3,000 horse. And then they have to come to the you know, conclusion of what the game plan is, what the goals are. I'm sure the Lund's motor, there is some stipulation that it has to come out after a certain time. Like, look, I think the Lund's motor is going to have to come out after 2K. If we go to 2K and we do well, whatever we do, I think it has to come out just, to, just so that Joe and them can look at it and be like, okay, it's acting right, put it back together, and vaya con Dios. So we'll see. Um, but but in terms of sleeving, L&M, can sleeve motors all day long. It's not an issue. 
Motor was longer for his sister six, sent back to three-letter builder, only got it back four months later, and they tried to sue him for defamation. Second engine ate the main bearings after six pulls. We know who the motor builder was, and they're known to not have awesome motors. I cheat no prep racing like I do sex. Uh, uh, MMR, Billet, OPG, no bueno. No, they're, they're good. I just prefer TSS. I'm sure you've said this before, but does Lund build boost ramps for customers? Boost ramps are built in your boost controller. Timing ramps. Timing ramps. Guys, Jesus Christ. Gabe, you have control of the boost controller. You have control of the power. The power is in your hands. Learn it. If your car launches and it spins the fucking tires off, lengthen the ramp or add time. Why do you have to have Lund do everything? At, at some point, everyone on the chat, at some point, you're going to have to tune on your car at the track. Okay? If your car's not hooking, you don't call your suspension guy. If your car is turbo and the boost ramp super, seems super fucked up, you don't call your boost controller guy if you know how to adjust it. You adjust it because the settings that worked at World Cup probably won't work at, uh, at No Prep, probably won't work at Bradenton, probably won't work at Orlando. You have to adjust on your end. The tuner makes sure the motor stays alive. Okay, 10 pounds of boost, boom, good. 20 pounds of boost, good. 30 pounds of boost, good. You are done. Vaya con Dios. Go make a hook. Hey, Lund, my car don't want to hook. Can you remote into the computer and do everything for me? Then you're not a racer, right? You are just a rider at that point. You're a jockey at that point. Or do you have to actually learn how to do shit? Yes, you have to actually learn how to do shit. Nitrous guys make me laugh the most. Nitrous guys are sitting there going, hey, you know, this thing, how can I make, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't know what bottle pressure was. I don't know what the conditions were. I have no idea. Nitrous is 100% up to the customer. We make it live up to the highest shot you're willing to spray. Uh, it's a little 21 degrees, 22 degrees, make it a little fatter, da 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 do a pull, da da look at, bye, bye, go make it work at the track. Or do you want us to go to the track and do everything for you? Okay, that'll be 5000 fucking dollars. Because if we have to fly to you, put me up in a hotel, rent the track for two fucking days so we can dial in every imaginable boost ramp on the planet, that's going to be 5000 fucking dollars for me, dude. Uh, I don't know about that, Alex. Okay, then learn how to adjust on your end. Uh, yeah, I don't recommend, I, I literally told you guys I recommend two Coyote Builders. I literally said I recommend two Coyote Builders and Ford Racing for Illuminators. So Ford Racing and then go look at who has the Billy Badass Coyote stuff out there. That, that, there is your answer. Reflex says, hell yeah, my, my dad has a Boston live up to 17 years old. Uh, if you need that type of hand-holding, you should probably not try to go that fast. That's how it be. Just got to adjust boost on your own. My motor was built by someone else. I bought it from someone else, had them build it, and I've had it for a year with zero issues. Okay. <laughs> Alex, could you do a video for Gen 2 how to set up for circuit racing? Nope, absolutely not. Don't give a fuck about that. Um, you got to love them fools who think that carb setups bypass all that tuning. Mumbo jumbo. 
Little do they realize that screwdriver in their hand is their tuner. I've heard people say, or they talk down on carburetors because they don't understand them. Meanwhile, the most reliable, repeatable, best tuning experience I have in all of my vehicles is my carbureted 351 Windsor because I understand what it's trying to do. Cold starts aren't an issue. Uh, enrichment is not an issue. Changing altitude is not an issue. Fuel type, not an issue, except unless it's E85. So I am blown away that people go, okay, oh, carburetor is dumb shit. Okay. Meanwhile, that's the best car I got. The GT500 had sensor issue, this issue. Then the valves decided to stop flapping under boost. The Corvette has had a, a host of issues that I've tried to work around. It had three different cold airs, four different cold airs, before finally one was designed that made sense with by Kong. And I was just like, so the aftermarket isn't that robust. Kong is like the oh, Kong and Synergy are the only ones that make parts for the Corvette. And I'll be honest, I don't love all the parts that are out there for it. They're okay, but I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to go out there and and spend all this time in R and Ding on something that I don't make money on. But I know for a fact that certain things work better than others. Like I had an LMP cold air intake on it. While it didn't make the most peak power, it drove the best. Why? Because it had a perfectly round MAF housing, and if that round housing can be manipulated to, you know snorkel up from the front that thing will tune phenomenally it'll be crazy alex when was releasing their self-racing car that for all the lights oh wait justin miuccio says alex when is lund releasing their self-racing car for us that can light shift and win for us hey, alex can you remote into my reject nitrous setups have you watched any old man's garage i have not for 5k i better get the calf workout routine from alex in that ticket system with my tune look my car runs like fuel injection besides the cold start. Kyle Brandon here. I'm just seeing him drop the C-note. No, no one's dropping C-notes anymore. It's like people were like, well, I'm paying a $10 subscription a month. I'm not going to give him 100 bucks." And I, I'm okay with that. I'll make the money somewhere else. Alex, how come you never told us the engage was being discontinued? It done. Alex, will you leak the Motor Builder T on Patreon? No, I will not because everyone knows. All they have to do is a little research. There's no reason to name names, Okay. All I have to do is fix it, invoice. If he doesn't invoice, okay, no problem. If he doesn't pay the invoice, okay, no problem. What am I going to do? I'm not going to go out there and go on a tirade and make my whole life about that, but I'm definitely going to educate you guys on everything I've learned, and I will let you know if an invoice was paid or not paid. And absolutely, we'll, shoot, we'll use this show as leverage. That's the reason I got this show, because if you don't want to look really fucking bad, you should pay the invoice. And then the, and then the shit stops. Um. How did a guy tell me carbs make more power than EFI because they dump more fuel in the motor? I told him, right. It has nothing to do with the gas lowering the IATs. You're right. A lot of people don't realize that a carburetor spraying gasoline into a metal intake actually is a false lowering of inlet air temps. So you have a, let's say, a metal uh, high ram, or, right? And that, but then the injectors are nowhere near the intake track. They're right above the cylinder head. So the fuel is, you know, poured down the cylinder head, whereas carburetors pour the fuel down the manifold. And that pouring of fuel down the manifold has a cooling effect. It does have a cooling effect on the whole manifold. So even in hot weather, 
the IATs aren't super terrible with a carburetor, and I'd love to put a sensor on um, my I8, my on my manifold just to see what ambient is versus what int but manifold temp is at watt, and I guarantee it's it's either at ambient or slightly lower. Um, what's his phone number? I'd like to call him, prank call him. No, we don't do that stuff. What are you psycho? Look, one thing I don't want you guys to do is go on his page and do dumb shit. I don't want any of that stuff. I'm showing you what I have found out that an industry does. I never said this is the cause of the issue. But it sure as hell didn't make me feel good about the whole build once I saw that. We all saw me test the valves, put air to it, and it leaked on one of the videos. Both sides, intake and exhaust, with the rocker missing. So I thought to myself... There's either a bent valve or a stuck spring. So whatever it is, it needs to go to a machine shop. Send it out. Bada bing, bada boom, se acabo el party. Um, just because they make good bread doesn't mean they can build a motor. No injector can atomize fuel as well as a carburetor venturi, period. Bundlebird, you're not wrong. See, a lot of people that argue the carburetor versus, um, carburetor versus uh, fuel injection thing they oversimplify everything. You do have more control with an EFI. But in terms of the carburetor giving the motor exactly what it wants. See, injectors are, are beholden to the e carburetors too. But let's say you have a dialed in carburetor. The proper jetting, the proper uh, bleeds, all that stuff. It's only going to give the motor what it wants. So will fuel injection if the math data is correct, if the injector data is correct, if the speed density is correct, if everything is on the money. But one thing you can have on a fuel injected car that you cannot have on a carburetor car is a stuck injector. Like I've seen carburetors just dump fuel or, or you know, they, they, they literally just work even a dirty nasty fucked up carburetor works all you need is a cam sync situation to go wrong on a fuel injected car an injector driver to go wrong little stupid things here and there that can literally grenade an expensive motor whereas a carburetor not much is gonna go wrong really and i'm talking in general terms Red Fox says, Alex, look on the bright side. Imagine if the guy would have built your engine properly, he would have missed out on all this how not to build a motor content. I told you guys that I needed to make a lemonade out of lemons because this is going to cost me another, after it's all said and done, so cams are 2000 bucks. New timing chain set is 450 bucks, so that's 2450 bucks right off the rip. The valve job, I suspect, is going to be anywhere between two and twenty-five dollars or $3,000 if new valves have to be bought. If the builder says, I, I see some of these bent valves, I'd rather just get all new shit in there, get all new Ferrero stuff, get it in there, cut new seats, da da da. Right, the springs cost me 300 bucks. Okay, 2000 for cams, 450 for timing chain set, new springs is 320 something dollars. So that's, I'm already at 2700 bucks, and the valve job hasn't been done yet. Valve job is probably gonna be a couple grand or more. So, after it's all said and done, I'm probably going to have $5,000 extra dollars with odds and ends, gaskets, and here and there and time and, and all this stuff into fixing something I thought was already fixed. Will I invoice the new person that? Not the cams, no. Uh, will I, the old person? 
I'm going to say, I don't need your guides because I don't want your shit on my shit. I don't want anything with your label on my shit. Here you go. Here's the 10 millimeter chain. Here's the crank sprocket. Uh, here's all the shit that has anything to do with you in it. And on top of the valve job. So if the valve job is three grand and the chains and stuff, another 500 bucks, then I want 3,500 fucking dollars. That's it. Um, I'm a UH-60 helicopter mechanic in the Army. We have to have technical inspector come in and check our work at the end of the task. If it's not up to standard, then all hell breaks loose. Justin said, fuel injection is, a, is like missionary. A well-tuned carb is like Brenda. Agenda, it just hits right. A lot of carburetor tuning is done with the use of EGT sensors on header primaries. You are 100% right. Viper down payment was $30,000. You made that in labor and engine fees. Bro, I wish this, sh- I wish this, this motor building thing would like just really go crazy so I can like want something go viral so I can actually pay for shit, bro. It is off pocket. Like the money that I'm paying for the, the work is from Lund Racing's um, uh, paycheck, basically. Um, has the engine builder at least apologized? No, 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 no. He's not going to apologize because I think he felt, and maybe rightly so, that I should have brought it back to him. But you got to see it from my point of view. I don't trust them. So I don't want to deal with them anymore. And you cannot blame me for not trusting them after this. I do. I would never, after me seeing the, the, the stuff that goes on, I would never trust them again. So I, I'm just not going to give them a second opportunity to make it right. No, thank you. Because my luck is it'll go back in and fail again in another thousand miles. And I can't go back again. So I got to do this all over again. So do it now. Pro Stock lost horsepower when they went to fuel injection. But that's because John Bailey... They probably were set, were told to use a certain injector, a certain throttle body, a certain cold air, and they made them highly regulated. Like, what other motorsport got slower once they went to fuel injection? Go. Come on, guys. What other motorsport got slower once they went to fuel injection? I used to watch NASCAR when it was carburetor shit. And you would see these things at 9,000 RPMs going 210 plus down the straight. And I thought, this is man shit. Man shit. Billy badass man shit. And then they went over to fuel injection, highly regulated. And you know what they started doing now? to make the car run leaner and stuff they started making manifolds that leak on purpose could you imagine having to make a manifold that leaks on purpose to to have it suck in more air on like on a restrictor plate race like i am mind blown that that's something that would happen dr core says hey alex have you ever considered starting a new show like ydbt or talking shit but for topics like politics sports life etc i'd pay to watch that so you guys got to understand i already have the dating channel by the way yesterday's dating channel i listed i was taking a shower well you wake up you take a shit right you take a big fat just protein dump and then you shower because if not you'll have an itchy butt all day um i was listening to the show and i laughed my fucking i laughed so hard and i was like I think this is how they experience it. Because in the heat of the moment, I'm just saying crazy shit. But then when I listen back to it, I go, I'm actually pretty funny. Now, when it comes to politics and stuff, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really have a, a, a hand or a finger on the pulse of the political spectrum. What I do 
is here. The thing is, though, once you stem off into politics, or once you split off into politics, they try to character assassinate you. The other side is going to try. I'm obviously going to be on, on the conservative side. So what would happen is that they are going to try to character assassinate you on the other side and say, oh, I found out that Alex, you know, voted this five five um, million years ago. <laughs> Alec Bledsoe. <laughs> Alec Bledsoe texting, texting me right now. He goes, post most stories about this. <laughs> oh, bro. Alec Bledsoe's now catching up on some of my old shows. Good shit. Those are good shows when I was talking about the female influencers. And by the way, this is a post that was sent to me. Let's talk about that. Let's switch gears. Um, I guess, you know, the Billy the Kid dude, his father on Facebook posted something. And I'll read it for you, go. The guy is Bill Hoskinson. So Bill Hoskinson said this. And apparently my show has made it... Because nobody was making fun of car girls like I was making fun of car girls recently. So it made it all the way to someone like him. And he posted on Facebook. I've seen some posts recently about females sexualizing their content to gain followers, sponsorships, etc., etc. First, let me say this. Sexualizing automotive content is nothing new. It worked back then and it still works today. That's a natural reaction for men to notice women. That's how, we, that's how we're created. Some of y'all may not agree, and I don't give a fuck as far as I'm concerned. Y'all got wires crossed somewhere. I think he's talking about gay people. But let's be honest. Not many of these females can explain anything to their followers about technical aspects of their car or about racing. In my personal opinion, if you're going to sexualize your content for attention, fine. But be honest with yourself and everyone else. And consider that what you're doing does have an effect on women who do know what the fuck they're talking about. It definitely makes it harder to earn their respect in the car culture culture for others who really are about that life. And he's right. How many of you are 40 years old? You used to go to your dad's garage and there's a calendar, the 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 Winston, that's right, motherfuckers. Cigarettes were advertising back then. The Winston calendar. And the girl's tits are on the hood. Her cunt is on the shifter. And you're like, oh, look at that girl. Right? You, you see December, and this girl has a badass rack. And then you flip over to, to, to July, and July is usually the cream. Ooh, the cream of the crop. And it's usually a blonde bitch with a big set of honkers. And a nice little ass. Because white girls back then didn't have a lot of ass. I don't know what happened between 90s and 80s and now. Where all of a sudden white girls have just ridiculous dumpers. But maybe it's, you know, the mixed breeding situation. But anyway, I digress. I looked at those calendars and I'm like, look at this. Look at this bitch's tits. Oh, I might be able to see her nipples. Oh, my God. Then the snap-on guy will come around and go, hey, here you go. It's a mini calendar, and it's a dirty calendar. And she's got her lips spread like this. Yeah, look at this fucking, oh, yeah? Tits are out. There's a wrench that doesn't belong anywhere near a fucking car. There's an impact on, like, the window. And you're like, okay, that doesn't make sense, but her tits are rocking. So you got the dirty calendar from, like, the snap-on guy or the or the, or the – or the nasty sales guy that gave you nudie mags back in the day. And if you're really old, you remember the nudie mags were in the bushes. Remember the nudie mags in the bushes? People like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, there's nudie mags in the bushes. So, sexualized car content has been around since the beginning of time. 
But I'm not asking the Winston girl in February which starter is better for my high compression high compression motor. I don't say, hey, Winston girl, I saw your cunt on the shifter. Do you think I should go with 373s or 355s in my Fox body? I don't know. I just had my cunt on the shifter. What the fuck? You want me to sign something? Exactly. That's the difference. When I look at a girl that has her cunt on the shifter, I go, that's the girl with the cunt on the shifter. I don't go, hey, maybe she knows if I should go with a Richmond gear or a Ford racing gear. <laughs> should I go with a synchronized five-speed or should I just go straight cut gears and pro shift the dip? She'd look at you like you're a fucking homo. Like, well, what the fuck? I don't know what the hell you're even talking about. So, sexualized car content has been around forever. Yes, that doesn't mean I'm asking them about car shit. It's because I want to have sex with them. That's it. I want to have sex with Miss January, February, July. And then the, the dirty ones I jerked off to as a kid. I was like, oh, look, look at December. Oh. Then I go to the bushes and find real crazy shit. Y'all don't know what the fuck the bushes are all about. Could you imagine? You are 10 years old. And then there's bushes. <laughs> and you go in the bushes and there's nudie mags. It was like... A, it was like pre-internet porn. Everyone knows you go to Pornhub and you're going to find free porn. Back in the 80s, everyone knew you go to the bushes and you find porn. <laughs> Old guys are like, yep, yep, I went to the bushes and found some porn. Like, do you know how I found out that where the, where the penis goes? Nudie mags. I go, oh my God, he's putting it in her butt. And they're like, no, that's the vagina. I go, What? That's awful big to pee out of. He goes, no, you don't pee out of there. You pee above it. I'm like, you pee above it? Yeah, you pee above it. You fuck it in the middle, and the dumper is in the bottom. And you're like, oh. So I was like 10 going, wow, this, this is crazy. So just aim for the middle? He goes, yeah, generally aim for the middle when time comes, and you'll be okay. Thank you, bushes. <laughs> Crusty shift knob. Tex would gather around the shop and gawk at the tool truck's calendars. I wonder how many wrench photos Woman Driven will get after that video. Winston Cup, I can smell this generic white NASCAR shirt, beer, and cigarettes. I remember the bushes. David Cowboy says, why the pages sticking together? No, they were respectful. Motherfuckers weren't jizzing on the pages, okay? They were actually respectful. They'd look at it and maybe just, ha, toss it to the, to the side or something. But they were porn mags in the bushes in the 80s. Crazy stuff. Nudie mags in the bushes with pics of bushes. I even found wet ones in the bushes. Uh, what do you mean bushes? What do you mean what I mean bushes? Okay, so this is what you would do, right? When you're walking home from school and you're just like walking somewhere and then <laughs> it's like a bu bush slash hedge like this, right? If you're walking, if you're walking home from school and then you're like, oh, no, 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 just go in there. Just, <laughs> just... <laughs> Just go in there. Don't even ask questions. Just just go in the bushes. Check them out. Somewhere in there, there's, you know, Jenna Jameson getting fucking rammed on a boat by by, by something that looks like a, 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 a Louisville Slugger 3331 drop drop three. Okay? Or 3330. Yeah. <laughs> a drop three maple. <laughs> Not birch. Maple drop three. And uh, the baseball guy's like, I know what he's talking about. Say, hey, you just go in there. Right there. You're, you're walking home from school. Just, just go in that bitch. 
<laughs> 1980s, this was porn hub. You old guys know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Don't say I'm not. You know who's loving it right now? The engine builder's like, woof, he finally got off my ass. He's talking about porn in the bushes. So what's the cow Shelby blowing off in the weeds? Must have been some health bushes. LMP in the chat. LMP's in the chat. Where's LMP? Uh, I love saying hi to them. They're good people. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? No, he's not here. Nope, I don't see him. Oh, here he goes. Alec here just hopped on. Hey, what's up, Alec? Um, taking mental pictures for later back when the chicks had bushes. Why is not Alex? What is happening? That moment you go from only having seen Playboy to finding Penthouse. The best time was around midnight. If you lived in an apartment and you put it on channel like 80 and you just sit there and you know someone's fucking, but the screen's like, but then the satellite would just go overhead and you would get a minute or two of free porn. And you're like, oh, here we go. Here we go. And with my luck, the dude's like, it's, it's all on the dude's face. So I don't understand porn producers. Like, never, ever, ever put it on the dude's face. Ever. Uh, growing up here, BMX spot, and those bushes were nearby, and that's like 2005. No way. We just jump on free Wi-Fi with our PlayStation portables for that. Alec, it's wild how fast you're going with a tiny blower. <laughs> I like we're talking about porting the bushes and Bondo Bird tries to be like, hey man, you guys are really doing something else with that 1.7 liter blower, man. It's really amazing. I remember stealing the magazine from the bodega. You couldn't take it home. Bush porn from the neighborhood. Bushes are a staple in every young boy's life in the 80s. Only bushes in the 80s. Looks like the same bushes when Dell wants to run people in the street and then go hide in them. And they go hide in them. She needs to trim the bushes. The opening scene to American Pie was right on the money. Um... Shout out to the black box getting all the channels back in the day. Turvey has no idea what Alex is talking about right now. Look, we can get off that subject. But I mean, look, I guess I guess growing up now or growing up now obviously is way different. You have access to everything right now. But unfortunately, a lot of the stuff in the internet is used for mostly evil because the disinformation from specifically aftermarket parts and builders and stuff like i know for a fact people run parts from one engine builder that they hate and suck but they can't go out there and say hey this guy sucks because all of their customers have seen them run a number and they're like hey i want to use the motor builder you're using you're shouting him out you're hashtagging me on the shit so I hesitate to shout out any motor builder because then if in some if in some crazy future the motherfucker gets on smack and decides to keep all your motors and close up shop and claim bankruptcy, now you look like the asshole because you co-signed on it. You didn't see me hashtagging shit everywhere when I got my stuff. I said, let me get my stuff, let me see what's up, and we'll see what the deal is. And then I'm just like, thank God I didn't marry myself to the motor builder because imagine if I would have having these issues, you would have never heard about it. You would have never even heard about me having issues. And that is the issue with the fucking industry, bro. You, as a shop, as a badass builder, or even a, an influencer, people piggyback on your shit. You co-sign on their shit. And now you are married to their shit. So the moment you go to another engine builder, people go, wait, what happened to this situation? You can't really be honest about it because you probably got free motors. You probably got taken care of. You probably got a whole bunch of stuff that, and then you in your heart of hearts said, fuck, this guy sucks. 
this guy's fucking me. But I already have all these hashtags with this motor builder name on it. I even have it on my, I have it on my car. Like I've seen some wild shit, gentlemen. I have seen a car with a sticker of a motor that is not on the car. And I go, wow, up to that point, shit gets deep. I I can't look stupid, so I got to keep the sticker on it because the sticker is like pretty pronounced and people are going to say something about me if I all of a sudden change it out. The industry is fucking weird. I'd rather come off pocket. That Now you understand what I personally don't want to be sponsored by anyone and anything. If I'm going to do something, I want the ability to criticize it. So I want the full fucking payment. I want the full amount. Alex, it's going to be $55,000. Okay, here you go. And after I run it, and if I hate it, I can then say, I fucking hate it. And then I don't feel bad saying it because I paid my hard-earned money. Look, one of the more valuable things that I have is my word. Actually, the most valuable thing I have is my word. My word ain't shit if I'm changing up every two seconds. My word ain't shit if it's able to be bought by a $20,000 motor, a $10,000 transmission, a $12,000 blower. My word ain't shit if it's for sale. So I'd rather come off pocket. I'd rather pay you full amount. And then if I dislike the service, the part, and the performance, I can with a clear conscience say to my followers, fans, and uh, people that, and listeners, I had this experience with this thing. I don't like it or I love it. It's great. They did a good job. I would highly recommend them because I paid my hard earned money. Next time you see your favorite influencer talking about cylinder heads, talking about a short block, talking about a transmission, ask them, did you get it for free? You think Cletus is slowly moving towards Coyote because he wants to move away from Texas speed? Slow 99, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that there are certain people. I think, sorry. I think Cletus is one of those things that you either ride or die with him. And this is what I mean. He'll go out there and somehow break a coyote on something that is pretty straightforward. Nothing against his builders or anything like that. But a a balancer not being put on properly... That's like basic 101 stuff. So now it looks bad on the motor builder or not. You can then, but then, okay, this is the problem. No, 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 it's not the motor builder. It's us. So then the motor builder's got to go, wait a minute. So do y'all know what the fuck you're doing? Because I don't want to fix this for you. You fuck it up. And then I still look bad. So you're going to make your bed with someone who is destructive and will blame not the part, but the people putting the stuff together. That's an odd position to be in. So I would rather have the back of my employees than the back of the parts manufacturer or the motor builder. So imagine, who's the guy that put it together? Is it, is it Ty it, 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 or, or is it the other kid? What's the other kid's name? You, you guys know, I don't know. The kid that put the Whipple kit together is not the fabricator. Actually, he is a fabricator too. He's the one that doesn't look Puerto Rican. He looks very white, right? The one that has all his teeth, 
and is very white. Because one of them don't got all his teeth, and he's the one talking shit on, shit on Ford all the time. And I'm like, you might, you might want to stick a tooth in there, bro. Because <laughs> I don't know what's happening with you, bro. You can't be with a channel that got all this money and be missing some, some chiclets. Do you know what I'm saying? So I forget the kid's name. But he put it together. And imagine the card, the, the, the balancer flies off the bitch, and you're like, oh, man, Zach. J, J Cho, Troback, Jesus Christ, said Zach. So let's say Zach put it together. Seems like a super nice kid. Puts it together and everything's good. Then all of a sudden, the thing flies off the bitch. And then you're like, oh, no, no, it's not, it's not, it's not the motor's fault. It's my guy's fault. I'd be like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I'd be like, bro, you're going to do me like that? It, Excuse me? You're going to do me like that, motherfucker? Well, I got to do it because if not, we won't get a free coyote. Oh, well, how about you go? See, this is this is my problem. This is 46-year-old Alex talking. A guy that takes zero shit from anyone. Thank you, Dixon, for the money. Super chat for 10 bucks. If a guy says, my boy fucked up, it is not the part publicly. Not that he said it publicly, but it is implied that homie didn't seat the uh, thing properly. So then you're like, I am now subtly bashing my guys that build my shit. And just so that the motor builder could look good. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, you have to say, you know, even though I think TKM provided that motor... Obviously, the motor was surviving. There's no issue there. But I still think it's a weird position to be put in. So then, other guys, like I told Jake, I, 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 bro, don't even bother. You are going to look bad. You're going to look bad if you start providing parts to homeboy and he does dumb shit to constantly blow it up. It is not, the juice is not worth the squeeze. He goes, no, 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 you're right. I ain't going to, I'm going to build him. If I build him a 6R80 and he blows it up, I'm going to say, uh, this transmission is not for that application. You might have to change the application. Zach needs Aldo Weld's treatment. Piano keys in the mouth. No teeth is no joke is a tragedy. How can you be part of a successful channel and not have all your ducats? I'm having some tooth situations happening and you'll learn more about that probably next week. But y'all wouldn't know it, right? Right? You, you wouldn't know that there was issues happening. Obviously, you hear me talk a little weird, but if my job is to be on camera, I got to have these chiclets on point. I can't be a fat guy missing, missing chiclets and then motherfuckers be taking me seriously. You're right. Cletus is one of the only people that I, I know that can blow an Alice into 50,000 pieces and his fans would buy more from that company. I don't know why these dudes... Go super bright white with their teeth. Shit looks stupid and obvious. Stop it, Hoosier. I know who you're making fun of. <laughs> but you're right. If you're going to get new teeth, you cannot have Oxford white <laughs> teeth. <laughs> um, Calamer 100% steady. Stand by. So yeah, no. Calamer has proven to me. Calamer has all the equipment. Calamer has all the CNCs. Calamer has all the REM stuff. Calamer now does installation. The only thing he doesn't have control of is who makes his gear. And he fucks with G-Force on that. So, G-Force? Yeah, G-Force. G-Force? 
Yeah, yeah, GeForce, because that's what's in my uh, T56. So, and then he suggests things to do, this and that, but then he brings them to the shop, and he scrutinizes the shit out of them, because he has to when he does the, 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 the trans-building process. And then he does his own billet forks. He's a dude. The guy is legit. What was wrong with the balancer install? Apparently, it wasn't seated all the way properly. The juice is not worth the squeeze. Wisdom teeth. Yeah, my wisdom teeth got pulled. But I also got some other stuff going on in the front. But y'all don't know it. You know, because you have to make the proper, you know, moves and precautions to, to make sure that your, 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 your look stays intact. If I had missing teeth and had always had missing teeth and I came into money and I didn't change it up, shame on me. You see, Winston Diesel bought a new Kamatsu dozer, the same model as Kill Dozer, and hauled it through the same town. I love that. He did that? If Whistling Diesel did that, he's going to earn a subscription. Not that that matters. Don't do super white. Make them natural. No, 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 no. These are all my teeth. These are all my teeth. Guys, relax. These are all my teeth. What I'm saying is, there's a situation that I had to, you know, rectify. And I'll let you know about that more next week. But no, no, no. I'm not getting chiclets in the bitch and see bright teeth. No, fuck that. It, these are all my teeth. <laughs> um, who can I watch or go in an effort to find information on double adjustable coilover suspension tuning for S550? Just asking the ticket system. Double adjustable. Yeah, asking the ticket system. We have a lot of experience, but also the spring matters too. See, a lot of people think that, oh, I need a tighter shock. Well, why don't you just not make the shock work so hard? Used the spring to lessen the load on the shock. See, a lot of the guys that do um, the kind of racing we do with the Grey Goose, we're mostly dealing with rebound because the car obviously plants but then separates after it takes off. So, so the spring does not have to be really heavy. But for whatever reason on S550s or even Fox bodies, stock suspension stuff, people just want to get crazier and crazier valving while maintaining the same spring and i go why don't you just get a different rate spring to help the shock because the shock should not be working harder than the spring so you got to go to the ticket system and say okay this is my spring package this is my shock package and then we'll say that sucks or that's good calamar is the shit they sell him on lethal performance i can't see shit with your teeth i've got my resolution at 720 and that's what you got to do. See, if you guys have never seen an issue with my teeth, remember when I came on the chat one day and I sounded retarded? I mean, I, that's every day. But what I mean was I sounded like I was lisping and I was really having a, tr- a tough time. Actually, I know the, the, the exact day it was when Ford announced the GTD. Now, see, the way I say GTD now is different than I said it before because I had to change the way I talked because at that point, I had gotten my wisdom teeth taken out, I was swollen, and I had a whole bunch of other things retaining things into place to make sure everything was good. So it's been like a six-month process. And once that is all done, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll let you guys know then. Alex needs diamond grills ASAP. I guess I'll be going Ben Calmer Shade Street before doing a pull size, which me luck, shooting for 850 wheels, says Ryan's garage. Gotta run. Later, Amory says Bondabird. Bondabird. See you later, brother. Do I need pistons for high revving NA cam stage? George, where, why do you think you need pistons on a CJ on a CJ setup with cams? Why do you think like what's 
Tell me the thought process. Why you think you need pistons? And if you need pistons, what kind of pistons? Why would they be different? Why do you need pistons at all if it's a cam and high revving situation and you're retaining VCT? Um, <laughs> Bye, Bondo, says uh, JD Swag. Alex, what do you think about the new 68 liter Mustang? Viva Mexico. YDBT, Gold Tooth Edition. Alex, putting hitting up Paul Wall to getting his grill on point. I laughed so hard when you said, remember that day I came on the chat and said I sounded retarded? I mean, I, I always sound retarded, but that day I was especially retarded. Can I go back and find it? Let me see. I, look, look, now you can make a comparison. Alejandro Flores, Alejandro. Oh, my Lord. Alejandro Flores, GTD. Oh, my God. GTF. DTF? <laughs> Let me see if the GTD stuff comes up. GTD. Ford Mustang GTD power plant guesses. Okay, let me see if you five all. Oh Jesus, I am so loud. Let me see. Hold on. Oh no, this is something else. What the hell did I do here? T3 engine. Multimatic has built cars with that layout recently. Really, a front mid-engine layout with a road legal, but they said rear engine. No, that I Not actually saw. I actually maybe you're right. Maybe. I actually saw normal there. What the fuck? Let me see if I find the, the episode. Mid-engine Mustang will be announced and won't share SS650 chassis. There, peasant chat. Maybe it was a peasant chat. Maybe see. Let me see if I'm all swollen up. Oh, yeah. Look at my face. I am swollen the fuck up here. Yeah, I look like I look like a chipmunk. Look at this. Look at this. I look like a fucking chipmunk in this bitch. I had just gotten my wisdom teeth pulled out, but the show must go on. Front mid-engine, meaning the engine is pushed back more towards the center of the car. Wow, that's crazy. I never realized how fucking nasty I look. Are to have a 50-50 weight distribution. All of a sudden, people are road racers. All of a sudden, people are out there giving uh, the crap about. Let me see. Let me see if I get to a part where I'm like really struggling. An ACR Viper. There. ACR Viper. ACR Viper. Runs in the Nürburgring. Phil Fez, Stu, Dominic, Raymond, Philip. Yeah, dude. Down a point or half a point, but then they up the boost by, by let's say, 12 or 13 PSI. 13, 13 PSI. You see what I mean? To achieve the 800, uh, 800 horsepower, which means... So, yeah, so I was fucked up back then, like super fucked up. Now I look uh, gorgeous. <laughs> oh, man. Think you were holding a white hand towel? Yeah, I was I was having a hard time. Um, yo, Alex, wanted to my car, and I want to impress people... I don't even like. Alex, I want to tune my car. I have to impress people. I don't even like, says Corn Fed Cow. Wisdom teeth out. Best thing I ever did. And I'm 62. Exactly, bro. It fixed everything. My teeth got straight. I can chew normally. I had to get a root canal way the fuck back. It was a fucking nightmare, bro. Um, yeah, must and D fee fee. Right. I, I just could not talk. And the only reason I can talk now is because I've had to develop a different speaking method with this fucking thing in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? You know. You know, looking now, your mouth looks smaller. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. Sound like Georgie uh, is on the max effort NA build. Georgie, get lightweight pistons. They'll reduce the stress on the rotating assembly and get you a slight. Stop it, Matt Oliver. He's going to believe you and going to do it. Y'all help with suspension and launching? Once Tuna said he was good, I was left it at that. Yes, you have to ask. Tay speaks. If you go, hey, hey, man. Actually, I found out Crown Victoria Lifestyles is a, um, um, you know, it's like, 
Hey man, there it is right there, man. Shit, look at that Crown Victoria, man. Shit, man, I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna bust a Hellcat ass up in that, and I was like, oh. So, he's literally Admiral Peck or Turvey. Alex, talked for an hour with cotton balls in his mouth. That's insane. Yeah, exactly. You went full thing mode. Do I need rods? For a high-revving TJ State Street Camps. Looking for a lunch about... No, you stock shit, Georgie. God damn it. Get, get, go back to the beginning of time and watch all my fucking videos. Stock shit. Put cams in it. Shift it at 8,000. Be done. My goodness. He posted a video and had posts on his Instagram going through Granby. What's up, Alec? Bledsoe? 30-30, says the guns. Yeah, the 30 for 30 for Bledsoe was a big deal for him. Now, I don't really... See, Drag Illustrated... Um, they're like hardcore shit. And for the regular dickhead like us, I don't even, it's not even on my wavelength, but it's important to him, to Alec Bledsoe. And he got recognized by them for being a high performing guy and in, in, in a up and coming figure under 30 years old. Alec Bledsoe's 28. You would have thought he was 40, not by the way he looks, by the but by the knowledge that he that he spits. That mouth was ported. Stick with stock, George. Yes, bro. Titanium rods, pistons. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Who modifies a crown vic? I swear these people don't listen to anything you've said for years. I mean, I'm, I've literally told people, stock short block, comp cam stage twos, CJ, TJ, CJ, 65, Ford Racing, Cold Air, E85, Rev to 8100, car run good, roll race, gay shit, or be a man and put boost to it and stop fucking around. Uh, you got aligners? No, sir. Uh, you'll, you'll find, if everything works out by Tuesday, hopefully, I can tell you what happened. Rat Dad says, fucking hell, if you're not running stupid RPM, why the fuck you swap out the pistons? Alex's name was the first call to alphabetical order. Guardsville Coyote says, yo, 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 just joining the live. Nestor Mariel. Alex Alejandro Flores, listened to this song today and died, reminding me of your show Pound Town. Yes, we know Pound Town. Pound Town. He, that, and then, the, the N-word flies, and I'm like, oh my lord, this is ridiculous. Hoosier says, I'm an LS guy. When I finally go Coyote, I know exactly what to build. Just listening to Alex. Now, that is a great point. Right now, you're listening to the chat. You've never fucked with Coyotes. You're an LS homo. You're finally seeing the light, seeing that stock motor Coyotes, Gen 2 and up, can take 800 plus horsepower without ever doing a goddamn thing. Meaning it's a better motor, period. The LTLS argument is over. Coyote is the god motor. It's the God motor. A stock block is making over 2,500 rear horsepower, and some are making high, high 2,000s. So it's the God motor. So all you have to do is rod, piston, sleeves if you really want to make fucking 1,500 and make sure that maybe O-ring it. O-ring it, you fucking, there you go. You can make whatever the fuck you want as long as it's sealing. And if you want to go super gay and dry deck it, you can make whatever the fuck you want. So... A lot of people don't even know where to start. Go watch my build series. I literally have a Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3 build series. Gen 1, manual, auto, boosted, NA. Gen 2, manual, auto, boosted, NA. Gen 3, same thing. And I'm like, there it is. There's the blueprint. And that blueprint is from since owning a Mustang in 2011 and now we're 2024, that's 12 years of experience condensed down to nine videos. Come on, stop it. Flat plane crank says let her rip. Let her rip. Um, 
Carbon fiber rods and pistons, virgin olive oil will net you 30 more horsepower. The whiteboard series, why not add cams to your coyote video? Carters, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna attempt to make a cam uh, video for whiteboard series or something similar, but I have to give you visual representation of what I'm saying. So I need a coyote motor in front of me, phasers in front of me, and 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 really good lighting and good camera because I really think I can explain it simply for the dum dums and your mind will be opened up so much to this cam stuff that even a fucking moron can understand it. Because if this moron can understand it, any moron can understand it. Would you would you go as far as to say it's a Godzilla? Uh, it, it, it is a God motor, but it's not a Godzilla. These LS guys are stuck in the 90s. Unfortunately, they are. Unfortunately, they are. George says, Alex said we will all go boosted at some point. He's right. Georgie said, just get 85 tuned and run 100% and 5. Stop it. Don't listen to him. <clears throat> AJ says, the build series is awesome. The gospel for people new to Coyote Mustangs. So all I need is like one of those videos to be viral. Like I'd love to get like 300,000 subs one day. And like make twenty five thousand a month or thirty thousand a month, and be like, I can bring you some of the coolest fucking content, bro. If I was making thirty to thirty five thousand dollars a month on this bitch, bro, I'd have a badass pad with a badass garage. I'd have badass vehicles. I have my own fucking dyno. And guys, the content would be every fucking day. Every fucking day, I drop a video, high quality content. I will make it my full time job. I'll make it my full time job. How can I not? If I'm making thirty-five to forty thousand dollars on YouTube, don't get me wrong. I love you, Lund, but uh, money's a calling, and I gotta get me a big ass house somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Might end up moving out of Florida at that point to get more for my money. And unfortunately, I don't want to leave Florida. Meaning, I would keep this apartment. Boy, I would keep this apartment, but I'd get a house somewhere else and snowbird. Fuck yeah, I would snowbird like a motherfucker. I know it's a, lo- it's a lost cause, but I would have loved to seeing you in the 350R. It's not a lost cause. It's not a lost cause. It's all dependent on how this channel does. If this channel does well, guys, I'm buying everything. Every motherfucker. Uh, today's Thursday's guys, you're live. I'm going to hop on, but seriously, you should. Oh, see, Alec, I'm going to ask you a question here. I can't go all in on certain influencers that use their sexuality because then i'd be looking as like a i'd look i'd look bad i would look really bad meaning people would go you're just kicking her when she's down and you know this victim mentality they feed off of it they're like they're like um what's that planet in the fifth element that fed off of hate and then the fifth element was love you know how stupid that movie was i was like oh fifth element what's the fifth element and he had to make out with her so that planet wouldn't blow up the earth. And I'm like, this is so st-. But he had to make out with her in a genuine way. And I was like, the fifth element is love? Oh, a stupid movie. No, I would not move to Ohio. I would still move to like, honestly, Georgia. Believe it or not, Alabama. Somewhere I can get a lot of land. Build a badass pad. Be up there most of the summer. And then once winter comes, come back down to this apartment. Back to the trap. This is the OG trap. Okay? I'm not going to let go of the bando. The bando's got to stay. 
Oh, man. I had a 16-year-old man build my engine, multiple NHRA, NMRA championships, motor builder, old school, but keen. Oh, this guy's fucking, this guy's fucking uh, Australian. Keen to new school technology. 393W, Windsor Stroker, built for boost, still good compression, 9 to 8 to 1. Not bad, not bad. Uh, will you ever bring back the whiteboard videos? Yes, the camp stuff is probably going to be next. Don't use your politics, just talk engines and people. Fuck you, I'd do whatever the fuck I want. Don't tell me, that's the last thing you're going to do, is tell me what the fuck to do. You will never tell me what the fuck to do on this channel. If I want to say Biden's a fucking cunt, and if you vote Democrat, you're a fucking bitch, I'm going to say it because this is my fucking channel. Fuck you telling me what to say. Are you psycho? Arizona, but hot as fuck in the summer. That's true. Somewhere I can get land. Where can I get a lot of land? Like, I know um, Whistling Diesel's up in, like, Tennessee. I don't like Tennessee. Fuck Tennessee. Um, But I know there's a lot of land there. You know what I'm saying? California is the best state. Minus headers. Get the fuck out of here. Ohio has that mineshaft negative 35. I don't want to go to Ohio, bro. It's too close to Canada. Fucking fascist piece of shit fucking country. Alice, keeping Florida address for that income tax relief. You got to keep the Florida address, bro. But seriously, 6-8 liter Mustang thoughts. <laughs> got to keep the bando. Got to keep the bando. You can't let go of the bando. You got to know where you came from. Do you know what I'm saying? Colorado's too high up. If I'm going to do performance shit, Bandemir Speedway was bought out by Copart. Guys, Copart, Copart buys Bandemir. Colorado Community Media will end it here. Oh, really? A paywall, motherfucker? You're not going to do no paywall. I'm going to watch this for free. Copart, an online vehicle auction company, wants to buy the Bandemir Speedway property along C470 in Jefferson County for a storage facility. The company hosted a community meeting attended by more than 160 people on November 9th to explain its plan to annex 125-acre Speedway property from unincorporated Jefferson County in the town of Morrison. Then Copart would rezone the property plan to develop plan development to allow the business parking lots and Rooney Road on South End of Benjamin Speedway, which are on 20 acres already within the Morrison town limits, would be rezoned to allow restaurants and used retailers, residents who spoke at the meeting, some from the town of Morrison, some from the town had questions about why Copart wanted to annex into the town of Morrison and why the storage facility would be good for the area. So Copart, might, you might, instead of seeing drag cars go down Benjamin, you might see auction fucked up Hellcats and Trackhawks. Track they got Timmy yeah. on the turn up in the blast. Yep, you might see that at Bandemir Speedway. What the fuck? I'm not ever moving to Texas. Fuck Texas, bro. I hated Texas when I lived there. Awful, awful, awful experience living in Texas. Shout out to my people in Texas. I don't like living there, though. Come to Iowa, we have cheap, high-quality 85. Not, not a bad idea. I love Alex's fire. Someone in Cali got charged with a felony for flooring it and a $2,000 fine. Copart made it a junkyard. Bullshit. That's fucking crazy. Copart turning a racetrack into a junkyard. Come back to Houston, says Garage Bill. Are you psycho? Hey, Alex, do I need an illuminator for 1080 NA full bolt-out setup? No, no, not at all. Lord have mercy, Bandemir. Could you imagine? Alex, move to Hialeah, bro. Hialeah's no way. So... Okay, let me look at the map real quick. Let me look at the map. Map. USA. I would probably move to Georgia somewhere. Probably Georgia. Georgia's nice. Certain areas. No, not Atlanta. 
But, you know, when you look at the map, I got pretty good internet here, bro. This thing fucking, this thing flies, bro. I love it. I love paying $300 for fast internet. So, so yeah, I mean, I live here, right? And I'd probably buy property somewhere. Honestly, I'd probably want to be by the water-ish. So, I don't know. Somewhere up here that there's like farmland or land to buy. Let me see. Let me just zoom the fuck in, see if there's a... Yeah, you know you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like give, give me a fucking mountain and shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. But it's got to be, like, near a decent town so I can get, like, milk. So what's Nahanta? Okay, Nahanta, uh, Nahanta looks... I don't know, Jerry J's. Now, I want to have at least a Kroger in the bitch. Hoboken? No. No. Uh, what's Sunny Sunnyside? Waycross? All right, this looks residential-ish. Oh, no, it's too many. No, I, I need, like... Yeah, I need to be on the fucking mountain. Oh, this is like nasty Savannah shit. Yeah, I, anyway, I might move to fucking Georgia if I... I'm saying if the channel makes like 50000 a month. See, right now, I can move to like dead center. Like, I'm here, right? And I looked at a house here in Okeechobee last time. And, bro, it is so podunk, it's sad. Like, the thing to do in Okeechobee is go to Walmart. So, you know, I want to go somewhere where it's like a small town vibe. Um, got some mountains and shit. But I can, I can, you know, put a house up in a big lot somewhere and do my thing. And then, you know, once it gets cool up there, come the fuck down here and uh, flip, you know, flip birds from the bando. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> flip birds from the bando? What's he talking about? It's crazy. Look between Orlando and Jax. Bunch of lad underdevelopment and reasonable. Give me a mountain. Yeah, give me a fucking Valdosta. Nah, not Valdosta. It's, uh, it's a little poor there. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you very much for hanging out with me for uh, a whole uh, hour and a half. You know when I start doing this? Tony starts going nuts because he knows that I'm going to go take him out, out, outside. And when I say, okay, bye, he fucking barks. Every single time I say, okay, bye, he goes, there. <laughs> so he knows that I'm wrapping up the show. Thank you very much again. If your motor builder does not have the equipment, you might want to do some checking on who's doing the actual machining of your motor build because at the end of the day, that's where things are going to fail. When things were machined, things were cut, things were hogged, things were aligned, things were bored and, and honed, that's the person building your motor. The other guy's just assembling it. So if your builder does not have the equipment, he's probably just an assembler double-checking the machine shop's work. I'd rather know if the machine shop is legit doing the work on motors. Have a good rest of your night. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. We're going to try to get the channel to 50000 a month so I can buy me a mountain somewhere. We'll see what happens. Have a good rest of your night. I'll see you guys on Sunday for